0: Oilers
1: now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad. We return to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does
0: that. D i g i t e x dot c a on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad. All right, we have Jim Nill coming up. We're going to run uh, that interview at about uh, 1.42. This is Oilers now. It's 1.35 at Edmonton. It's a game night. It's the Edmonton Oilers and the Dallas Stars. Jim Neal, one of the class acts in the uh, NHL uh, to deal with. Uh, special thanks to Tom Holy and Ben and all the group of Dallas. They do a terrific job making their general manager available. Um do want to mention to you Royal Pizza, Pizza Past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu locations, visit RoyalPizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The star for recommendation at Mediterranean uh, at Royal Pizza is Mediterranean chicken. There you go. All right. I got to get to a bunch of texts because we've got hundreds of texts. Speck and myself, having an animated discussion. You don't have to agree with me. Several of you don't. Lots of you don't. Uh, you don't have to agree with Spec. Lots of you don't, but it was fun. Uh, Bob, did you hit your head? You're actually making sense today. I couldn't agree with you more on Paul And again, uh, I believe with Hitchcock coming in, he wants the, uh, if, if the organization believes it uh, can, can get these guys to play a little differently, uh, that he might as well be a part of the process right from the beginning. There's been some other guys in support roles for scoring that haven't delivered yet to date. Why not see Paul Yarby get an opportunity under the assumption that he takes care of the little things that Hitch wants as well? Uh, And it would not surprise me again if Kyler Yamamoto got a look-see here in the next couple weeks as well. The Fizzler has texted the show to say, Bob, I think the Oilers, if they could just get one more high draft pick and maybe hire one more ex-player from the 80s, then things are going to turn around. The Fizzler loves to keep us honest. Uh, This text from Mike. Bob, at what point does a player like Tyler Benson get a call up to see if he can mesh in the top nine? How fine of a line is it between the importance of proper development of young players and finding capable players for the big club in such an important season? Uh, That's a great question. That's a tricky situation to deal with, Mike. Thank you very much for that text. Uh, the Haas says, Bob, uh, Ty Ratty's days with the orders are numbered. Yamamoto plays a far better two-way game already. It's only a matter of time. Ratty had plenty of opportunity to prove himself to Hitch in St. Louis. It did not happen. Cam in Lethbridge says, Bob, I agree with Speck on everything except Nugent Hopkins. He's been great. Come on, Speck, open up your eyes. This text comes in out of Edmonton. It says, you guys are doing good, but, Bob, for the love of God, don't get lefty marks going on politics. Hashtag Trudeau out. Hashtag Notley out. Uh, well, we're centrist. I, I think Mark's more of a centrist than a lefty. By the way, I, I met Rachel Notley in Calgary the night before the Odors played there. She's a very nice lady. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, Again, you can text us at 6030. <laughs> at 630, 630. All right, uh, this text just says, Bob, 7030 for spec. No, I'm reading specific texts. And uh, this text from old uh, old Lake Buddy Miles. This is Specs Buddy. Mark, you're absolutely right on the debate. Sorry, Bob, you know your stuff, but not on this. Oilers rush players development. Well, when they're, here, here's the deal. If the team was sitting with a record of 16-6-2 right now and I said to you I could foresee a scenario where Yamamoto comes back up in the next two weeks, everybody would have a little bit different perspective. They would. Mark said that the three $6 million contracts that the Oilers jumped the gun too early, I'd rather see players paid for the here and now than see players get overpaid for what they once did. Okay? Edmonton signed... Andrew Ference to a four-year contract, that it was going to be impossible for him to live up to at that stage in his career. He's 34 years of age. Some might say that's the similar situation on the the seven-year deal with Lucic, that in that role it's difficult for guys to live up to that late in the career. What if I told you, for all of you that think Leon Dreisaitl's overpaid, that in four years from now we might look at that contract and say Dreisettle's contract is a bargain. So there's scouts driving up to this game from Calgary. There's a guy we know that works with an Eastern Conference team, a guy we know that works with a Western Conference team, and they'll say, Dry Saddles make it $8.5 million. It's a different world. People get paid for their production now. Okay? And what used to happen is guys got paid for what they once did. And people will say, (laughs) Well, Toronto's handled it the right way. Have they? They've won because they've got a real good team, and you gotta give you gotta tip your hat to the Maple Leafs because they've continued to win, okay. But have they? They've gone two months without having Nylander in the lineup, and they're in a tricky situation because they signed Tavares for big money because they signed Marlow, and now something and and they're worried about what they have to pay Marner. And what they have to pay Austin Matthews. So something's got to give. And that's something that's got to give has been with Nylander. Like, I'm here to tell you, Taylor Hall at $6 bucks, that is a hell of a deal for the New Jersey Devils. He's a $10 million forward today's NHL. He's at least an $8.5 million forward. Leon Draisaitl is one of two players in the NHL the last two years that's had 70-plus points. One of eight. Pretty good player. Even when you get mad and frustrated when he's quiet, not moving his feet, pretty good player. Let's do this. Let's hear from a guy a lot smarter than me. It is Dallas General Manager Jim Neal. First of all, uh, maybe just give me an assessment overall of uh, where you guys are at right now.
1: Well, considering you know we, we've really been decimated with injuries, and considering that, we're hanging in there better than I thought we would. We've had a real heavy schedule the last three weeks. We've been on the road pretty well three weeks straight, one stop at home for one game, and that's it. So heavy schedule, our back end's decimated, but the young kids have stepped in and done a, done a really good job. Um, our goaltending's been very good. Our depth scoring's been it was probably one of our big question marks, and it's stepped up. And really, our, our big guy's been inconsistent uh, and if i know that if they're going to get it going and plus our purpose is going to get it going i think we'll be be all right you made a, an interesting
0: hire in the summer uh, bringing an NCAA coach in a uh, guy who had worked his way up from the USHL obviously an extensive NHL career uh, you also had a, a veteran associate and then another assistant Todd Nelson that we're familiar with and had NHL coaching experience just how do you think your your staff as a whole has come together so far
1: well I think they've come together very well it's it's they, they bring different personalities which is very good um, and it's been a learning tool there uh, other than Rick Bonus, they're all pretty, pretty green in that, but they've brought that energy to them, and, and they're willing to learn, and they've, they're open-minded, and I think they've kind of worked well off each other, so they've brought, brought good energy to our team. We're joined by
0: Dallas General Manager Jim Dell Bob Stoffer with you know others now. Uh, you know what, uh, You know I'm from the old Claire Drake School. And one thing about Claire is he was really an open-minded guy and he never stopped learning. And so I'm not an ageist in that regard. And I speak to that because I saw you shaking hands with your former coach, Ken Hitchcock, before. But just uh, a thought on maybe getting a younger voice in Jim who's dealt with, you know, 19 to 23 year old kids because in the current NHL where you have a you know a salary cap you have to have production from entry level players you have
1: to embrace those players no you do and I was very fortunate in my Detroit days to work with Scotty Bowman and if probably the perception of Scotty Bowman is it was old school but if there's anybody that changed it was Scotty Bowman it was interesting to watch him even over the years he changed when he came to us but then over the years how he changed and uh, you you hit the nail on the head um, we're dealing with a different it's a different generation and no different than us we're a different generation from the generation before us um, and, and you need to you need to adapt you need to you need to do things to handle players different put a hold on that trade yeah, eh? put a hold on that trade you need to you need to handle players player's different and uh uh, that's for Jim Montgomery. He's been he's brought up, he's you know been in the US junior league. He's been uh, in college hockey, he's dealt with these type of players. And uh, he he knows you know what makes him tick, what doesn't make him tick, and and it is different. You do have to handle those things and, and he's good at that.
0: You mentioned that you're banged up in defense. You don't have John Klingberg right now who's a sixty plus point defenseman, but you've integrated a guy in your lineup that you're obviously very excited about, a top five pick from a couple years ago. So maybe uh, you know, how excited are you with
1: what you've already seen out of Miro High? Well He's a special player. We're pretty blessed uh, to, to be able to get him in the draft. It worked out well for us. Uh, he's going to be a generational-type defenseman. Uh, he's got that, I think we've played 24 games. It looks like he's played uh, 624 games already. He's got a calmness to him. When you meet him, he's very calm. On the ice, he's calm. He's one of those players that the coach will say something to him, and it's like he gets it, and he just goes out and does it. Uh, no maintenance. He's a great skater, and he's built for today's game.
0: Uh, when you were with Detroit, that you know, obviously they are the Russian 5, uh, they also had a lot of Swedes. Are we seeing a generation of Finns kind of come in? You've got like three of them on the back end. One that you're still trying to develop a bit, and Julius Anka. Obviously, Essel I mean, we, we were hearing about Essel Lindell in the minors a couple of years ago, and now he's taking that step. But this is a special time for Finnish players, isn't it?
1: No, you got to give the, the Finnish uh, federation. Oh, they've done a great job, Their ice Hockey Federation. They've, uh, you know, you look at the players around the league, uh, you know, couple of leading scorers in the, in the league, uh, the defensemen coming up. So they've got a real special group of players coming up here. Much like Sweden did a few years ago, there's a big push. So both, you know, the, the countries, European countries are doing a great job of developing players along with Canada and the U.S. Uh, I, th- I don't think our game's never been in a better place. The skill level in our game now, it's, it's amazing. And to see these young kids step in, they got no fear. They've, I guess, you know, they've played in these under-17s and under-16 tournaments and World Juniors, and they step on the big stage in the NHL, and it's just like they're they're at home. Yeah, uh, up
0: front, uh, you bring the Chushkin back as well. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, we see with players that are come, uh, he's now he's a younger guy and you've got an older player, albeit a guy that was with Montreal Radulov before he could sign him to the five-year deal. But uh, just a, a thought on how Nachushkin has looked
1: uh, coming back from the KHL. Actually, we're very happy with, this, with his play. His play's been good. I think he's, he's, he's disappointed in his production. He hasn't scored a goal yet, so he's a little frustrated that way, but uh, he's, he's six foot four. He can skate. He's really good down low protecting pucks. Very good defensively, which is, was kind of a surprise to Jim Montgomery, our coach, he 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 was worried about him defensively, and you can tell he's been well coached. You know, he's been a younger kid over in Russia playing with older, older players, and he's he knows he had to play good defense. So he's a big addition to our team, and just adds a lot of depth to us.
0: You mentioned depth, 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 because last year there was like a 35 point separation between your top three scores, your next highest scoring forward. It's, I mean, you can't argue. Did you just sit there and look and go, I'm not sure we can get much more from our top line if they're going to stay configured the way they were last year. But it was an absolute necessity to see a question. You've had a guy have a bit of a bounce back. Jason has had a good start to this year.
1: Yeah, Jason's having a good year. Bounce back. Devin Shorts bounced back. Uh, so we're, we're getting that production. Jason Dickinson has come in and played well for us. Blake Como. So we, we've got the depth that we're, we're hoping we're going to have. And and actually it's been our depth's been kind of keeping our head above water. The uh, the, the big three of struggled. Radulov has actually been good, but he missed. Uh, he was out 11 games with an injury. Uh, but uh, Ben and Sagan struggled a little bit. They went 12 and 13 games without a goal. And uh, if you would have told me that last year, I was said oh we're in big trouble but our depth scoring kind of picked us up and I know these big guys are going to get going so I think our scoring is going to be fine this year. How much of a
0: relief is it getting Sagan already done so you don't have that hanging during the course of the season on an
1: eight-year extension? Well it's always a relief it's uh it's getting harder and harder to sign guys uh I think it's important you got to identify your core and we've really identified a core now we've got five or six guys signed up as our core guys and now it's important to fill in those blanks and then that's that's probably the most intriguing part of the business now is getting those core guys signed, and then how do you fill in the holes? And, and that's got to work under a cap system.
0: Just with uh spasm of thought off
1: the top of my head, that's
0: $12.5 million in cap space. Now, you might bring them back, but probably at lesser dollars, you are going to
1: have some more wiggle room here moving forward, aren't you? Yeah, no, we're sitting in a good spot. Now, I know that, uh, you know, Lindell's contract's up, so he's going to jump. So there's always you know, somebody coming up that's going to want more money, but uh, we do have some flexibility, which is going to work well for us. Uh, you've got a, an interesting sort
0: of connection with Kamloops, Stu McGregor, who is. Uh, Mitch AA coach with the Southside Athletic Club is now working for your organization uh, you know we saw uh, Craig Bonner just a few seconds there is a bit of a Western influence to this organization isn't there
1: no there is and I think it's important they're all good men they've all done good jobs uh, where they've come from uh, you know we have a good connection with Kamloops with our ownership group the Glardy family so you know that just helps it's uh, important to have the right people in the right places and we think we got real good people in those places
0: That's one of the nicest men in the business, Jim Neal, the general manager of the Dallas Stars. Serge Lajoie, by the way, former Alberta Golden Bears coach. Uh, He is now the head coach of the Kamloops Blazers. They've moved out a couple of uh, older players for some younger guys as they're uh, rebuilding their organization a bit. Speaking of U of A, I don't think we plugged this earlier in the show. Alberta gave up the first two goals against the University of Calgary this past weekend. They scored the next 14-6-2 at Claire Drake Arena Friday night and then bombed the Dinos 8-0 Saturday. Jim Nill is a former Calgary Dino. Actually was on a Dinos team that won the Canada West in 1980, but the Bears ended up getting uh, an invite, surprise invite to the University Cup. And Alberto got their third national championship that year at the University Cup. Jim was on that Calgary team. Of course, he played on the Olympic team as well. Uh, he mentioned the core. Jamie Ben uh, signed eight-year deal, nine point five million. He's in year two. Sagan's deal at nine point eight five million on an eight-year deal starts next year. Radulov. Uh, year two on a five-year deal at 6.25 Bishop year two of a six-year deal at 4.9 and give him credit. they jumped the curve on John Klingberg got him done on a seven-year deal at 4.25 million he's in year four he is out. The orders of interest McDavid in year one of an eight-year deal 12 and a half dry settle year two, eight-year deal eight and a half. Uh, Nugent Hopkins keep this in mind. Year five of a seven year deal at six million. Lucic, year three of a seven year deal at six million. Clefbaum and Larson, both in. uh, Clefbaum is year three of a seven year deal 4.6. Larson, I think he's in year four on a uh, six year deal at 4.16. Andre Secra, year four in a five and a half uh, million dollar deal on a six year deal. So. Uh, those are some of the core guys. Of course, uh, two UFAs for the Oilers are in gold, Talbot and Koskinen. I know there's been some speculation out there on Cam Talbot. I would say it might be a tad premature, but uh, anyhow, Koskinen gets to start tonight against Anton Hudobin. 151, we'll come back with this day in Oilers history when we return.
1: This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.
0: It's 154 in Edmonton. Let's go to the in orders history. Brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group vacation package of New West Travel. Receive free parking at the value park. At Edmonton International Airport, go online at newestravel.com for all your vacation needs. Brendan Escott's back at the 630 Jet Studios.
1: On this day in 1981, Bob, Dave Simenko has a goal and two assists. And Wayne Gretzky registers two of his 92 goals on the air as the division-leading Oilers thump Chicago 8-1 at Northland's Coliseum.
0: Tomorrow, we'll have Hockey Night in Canada's Craig Simpson. And the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Jay Woodcroft. Tonight, 5.30, the City Ford Face Off Show. Jack Michaels in conversation with Tyler Sagan, as well as tonight's starting goalie for the Oilers, Miko Koskinen. We'll hear from Kyle Brodziak, Ken Hitchcock, the Oilers' head coach, along with Alex Chason and Andre Sekram. Up next, a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell followed by the 6.30 Ched Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. I'll rejoin you at 5.30. So long, everybody.
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Ched.